0: Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T. Bill. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Today is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. Okay, we'll talk about what went on with Netflix today. Stock is down 35% for the day. I'll also cover, uh, once again, how to read stock prices. I haven't done that in a while, and I will use Netflix as an example. Uh, I've talked on past sessions about Elon Musk looking to take over Twitter, Uh, Twitter has now employed what is called a poison pill defense, or at least they're saying they will. Uh, So we'll talk about what are some possible defenses companies can use against hostile takeovers. Uh, And as we have time, we'll also look at other stocks in the news. Okay, markets actually finished up slightly today. We had the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average up uh, 0.71%, S&P 500 down 0.06% and NASDAQ Composite down 1.22%. Well, Bill, you just said the market's finished slightly up. Uh, Right, Uh, the S&P 500 and NASDAQ Composite are fairly heavily uh, affected by Netflix. Uh, If you take Netflix out of the equation, the, the overall markets would have finished up. So what's going on with Netflix? Well, after the close of business yesterday, Netflix surprised the market, and reported that for the first time in over 10 years, the total number of its subscribers has actually gone down and investors just began selling off the stock with a vengeance, down 35% today. Uh, The stock is now down about 63% year to date. Uh, So what's happened there? Well, it's not hard to figure out. one, One thing, you know, obviously during the pandemic when people were stuck at home, You know, for a lot of people, they spend a lot of time watching streaming services. But, you know, as the economy's reopen, vaccines are available, people are getting out again. So not as many people watching streaming services. But the challenge for Netflix is pretty simple. They have a lot of competition now, obviously, with other streaming services. And, you know, I'm sure in some people's minds, it's like, well, why do I pay $20 for Netflix if I can get two or three other services for the same amount? You know, uh, $7, $8 a month, whatever they might be. Uh, And and that's a challenge Netflix has. A A challenge that they also have is their competition has already a large library of material that they can provide under services. An example, Disney Plus Obviously, he's got all of the Disney archives available to it, as well as Disney owns ABC Television. So it's got all that stuff. Uh, they own National Geographic. There's just lots of stuff um, that Disney already has. They can put on Disney+. Plus. Uh, if you look over at uh, Paramount+, Plus, that's CBS Television. So they got the whole CBS library there, as well as Paramount Motion Pictures. Peacock is NBC+. Television, you got the NBC library as well as Universal uh, Motion Pictures, and then uh, you go over to, um, you know, uh, you go over to HBO, HBO Max. Well, that's part of Warner Brothers, so you got the whole big library there, also. Besides, obviously, the new stuff that they create, Netflix doesn't have that. Netflix has to create new material, new TV shows, new movies to stay competitive. Uh, And that cost a lot of money. So that's part of the reason Netflix has much higher prices than than the others. So uh, we'll have to see what's going on, investors, though. We had nine brokerage firms downgraded to stock today. You you would have thought that maybe they could have done that before um, all this happened. But it is what it is. So let's take a look at actually Netflix. Now, what I'm going to do, I'll go to Yahoo. If you go to Yahoo and just uh, Yahoo.com and then click on Finance, Uh, That's an easy place to get stock prices. Now there's a box that shows up up top. Uh, You can either type in the name of the company, Netflix, or it's ticker symbol, N-F-L-X. The the ticker symbols are from the old ticker tape machines. So Nancy, Frank, Larry, X-Ray, N-F-L-X. So let's go over how to read this, um, and basically how to read stock prices. Okay, so what I'm showing here, right now it's 6.17 p.m. Eastern Time, so the markets are closed. Stock markets are open Monday through Friday, 9.30 in the morning till 4 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern Time. Okay, we got Netflix finished at $226.19 a share, down $122.42, or down 35.12%. So what does that mean? First of all, since April of 2001, stocks have traded in dollars and cents. Uh, in a good part of my days as a stockbroker, we traded in eighths of a dollar, so like 40, 40 and one-eighth, 40 and two-eighths, which is a quarter, 40 and three-eighths, and so forth. Um, the reason we used eighths of a dollar is when the New York Stock Exchange was founded in 1792. The U.S. dollar had not yet been invented. The original currency, Spanish pieces of eight. All right. So anyway, what, what do we mean when we say at two hundred twenty-six dollars nineteen cents a share, down a hundred and twenty-two dollars forty-two cents? What are we comparing it to? Uh, last trade uh, yesterday. Uh, last uh, last trade uh, yesterday, four o'clock in the afternoon, and the stock closed yesterday at three hundred forty-eight dollars sixty-one cents a share. And then the news came out. So what we do when we say a stock is trading at a certain price, up or down? we are comparing it to the last trade the previous trading day if it's Monday we look at the last trade Friday okay so the stock closed at 348 dollars 61 cents now as stockbrokers we wouldn't actually say the dollars and cents it takes too long we would say 348 61 slight pause between the dollars and cents Okay, the stock closed yesterday at $348.61. Opening trade today, $245.20, $245.20. Stocks do not especially open at the same price they close at. If there's no significant news on the company uh, overnight, they open about where they close at, but they can open considerably higher or lower. Okay, today the stock traded as low as $212.51 a share. A high 248.45. So it did move around quite a bit over the last 52 weeks. Going back one year from today, low was uh, actually hit today to $12.51. Stock been as high as $700.99. So it, 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 it was only at half of what it once was, even before all this happened. Uh trading volume today, about 133 million shares. Average trading volume for this stock's 8.4 million shares. So obviously a massive amount of activity. Uh, we also, by the way, see what's called bid and ask on a stock. I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, then also we have what's called market cap. Market cap stands for market capitalization. It's listed as $100.49 uh, billion. That was $150 billion yesterday. What that is, if you take the total number of shares of stock that make up a company, which on Yahoo can be found under statistics, multiplied by the share price, this is what the company is worth on the stock market. Beta, uh, 0.97. What, a, what beta is... It's a measure of a stock's volatility to the overall market using uh, numbers backwards for the last five years. Uh, What they do, if basically, if a stock has a beta of one, it's tended to go up and down the same percentage as the overall stock market. Beta of two, twice as much. Beta of a half, half as much. I'll do a whole other lesson on beta another day. uh, How it's used with options trading and so forth. Next, we have P-E ratio. Uh, all a ratio is one number compared to another. Uh, And so what PE is, is price over earnings. You take the current price of the stock, divide by the earnings or profits per share over the last 12 months, which is listed here as $11.24. And Netflix is trading for 20.12 times earnings. Now, I'll do a whole thing on PE ratios, another lesson, how it relates to the bond market. But another day we're just covering basically how to read stock prices right now uh the problem with the p e ratio it's based on the last 12 months of earnings which netflix indicated with the loss of subscribers is going to be down quite a bit but again i'll talk about that another day Uh, also if you see ttm next to the numbers that stands for trailing 12 months okay now we have bid and ask bid and ask is the buying and selling price of the stock at the end of the day Let's see, we had a bid of $226.17 a share, asked $226.19 a share. So if you wanted to buy Netflix stock, uh, the uh, NASDAQ Market Makers is their call, uh, they were asking $226.19 a share for the stock at the close. If you wanted to sell it, you would have gotten two pennies less, $226.17. There's also next to the bid, 1100. You got to add two zeros to that. Uh, That meant they had 110,000 shares. They were willing to buy at the 226.17 price and 800 next to the 226.19 asking price. That was 80,000 shares. They're willing to um, basically, uh, they had 80,000 shares available to sell, 110,000 shares that they're willing to buy. So that's what all that means. So anyway, that's a quick overview, how to read stock prices. I'll cover more detail, some of this stuff, another lesson. All right, next thing I just want to talk about, Twitter. Elon Musk has been going back and forth about he might buy Twitter, he might not buy Twitter. Uh, Trading symbols, TWTR, Tom William, Tom Robert. Today closed at $46.72 a share, up $1.21. Another day I'll talk about why, just because a stock sells for $250 a share doesn't mean it's better or worse than a $50 stock. It has to do with stock splits. Anyway, just what happened, Twitter was around $40 a share. Uh, Earlier in the month, Elon Musk indicated he might want to buy it. It shot up to 50, and now it's been holding around $46 to $48 a share. All right. So in a nutshell, here's how this works. If you have company A wants to buy company B, now assuming they're both publicly traded with with stock ownership shares on the New York Stock Exchange trading there, or NASDAQ, electronic trading system. Okay, so usually what happens is the board of directors of company A said A wants to buy B. They approach the board of directors of company B and indicate that we might be interested in purchasing you. Uh, And, you know, if Company B thinks it might be a a good idea and they agree to it, it's called a friendly merger. And then what happens, uh, there's announcement of a price. Usually it's a higher price than the stock is currently trading at to get the um, individual owners of the stock investors willing to sell it. And the board of directors of both companies, uh, usually board of directors of Company B, sorry, will recommend. We think this is a good offer. We recommend you take it. And a lot of times the investors agree to it. Company A actually only has to get 50.01% of the stock, and then they effectively own the company. All right, that is a friendly merger, like when Disney approached Marvel years ago, we'd like to buy you, and Marvel thought it was a good idea. Friendly merger. All right, we also have what is known as a hostile takeover. Company A approaches Company B, we would like to buy you. Company B tells them, get lost. Uh, And so what company A could then do is launch what is called a hostile takeover. Now, they also may never even approach company B in the first place. Sometimes company B finds out that they're subject to a hostile takeover when they hear it in the media. They wake up one morning and find out company A, say you got company B stock trading at $50 a share. Uh, And then company A comes out of nowhere and announces publicly, we're looking to do a takeover of company B, we'll pay $70 a share. Uh, The idea, they go way above the current price. They're trying to quickly get enough investors to sell them the stock uh, so they can get more than 50% of it, again, 50.01%. And that is a hostile takeover. Now, usually, though, they're not able to get the stock that quickly. It can take days and can take weeks. So here are the defenses company B can use to prevent, possibly prevent a hostile takeover by company A. All right, one of them is green mail. It's called green mail. What that is, that is when um, company B agrees to buy back the shares that company A has already acquired of it. Right, you've already gotten 20% of our shares. We want to buy them back. And they usually want to buy them back at a much higher price than company A paid for them. Or company A demands they be at a higher price. So sometimes that happens. Sometimes companies launch hostile takeovers just to try to get company B to buy their shares back. Uh, so that that's called green mail. Uh, that's one. Another is white knight. Uh, White Knight Defense, Uh, like the White Knight, uh, it's like a knight in chess that knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, the White Knight Defense. What that is, is that's when Company B finds a third company, Company C, that will come in and take them over on a more friendly basis. And they recommend that a shareholder sell your stock to Company C instead. Uh, And so that is called the White Knight Defense. Then we have what is called the Black Knight Defense, what that is, that's when company B uh, finds another company, company C, to try to take over company A. Now we're launching a hostile takeover. other words, you're, you know, you're being a bully towards me. I'll find a bigger bully to go after you. So that's called the Black Knight defense. Uh, we also have what's called the Pac-Man defense. Uh, what Pac-Man defense, after the video game... Company B launches a hostile takeover of company A. So they're both launching hostile takeovers of each other, trying to get, the first one to get more than 50% of somebody's stock uh, wins. That's called the Pac-Man defense. Then we have the poison pill defense, which is what I heard referenced the other day with Twitter. Basically what that is, is when a company B has put in its corporate charter, certain things will occur if it's subject to a hostile takeover. One is called a rights offering, like your right arm. That allows existing shareholders to buy a substantial amount of new shares at a deeply discounted price to make it very difficult for company A to get more than 50%. Another one is that company B will go out and borrow a massive amount of money, like saddle itself with debt, and then pay that out as a special dividend to its uh, shareholders, in other words, you don't want me, it, it, it's like I just took on a massive amount of debt, so you really still want me? So that those are some poison pill defenses. Um, we also have a poison put defense. This is when bondholders, though you know, company owes money to, to the bondholders, company B's bondholders. It's in the company's charter that the bondholders can demand all their money back immediately instead of like over 20 years. Uh, it's called a poison put defense. Then we have, uh, we also have the scorched earth uh, strategy. Company B begins selling off its prize assets. We're not as, you know, we're not as attractive anymore. That's also called a crown jewel strategy. And then sometimes you have what's called a supermajority, although this has been challenged legally in the courts, where Company B's charter says they can only be taken over effectively if I think like 80% of their shares are are bought. But that one has been challenged in the courts. That's called a supermajority defense. And we also have what are called golden parachutes. Uh, What those are is, whether it's a hostile or friendly takeover, The top executives of Company B have the ability to get massive retirement payments. Uh, And so sometimes that happens, two golden parachutes. And the reason that's considered a a takeover for a, a defense against a hostile takeover, sometimes Company A, when they buy B, they need the people also, not just the assets. We need these skilled people. And you know if they got golden parachutes and they're getting massive payouts, they may all just retire and leave. So anyway, those are some um, those are some defenses against uh, hostile takeovers. I think um, in the interest of time, I'll go ahead and wrap things up for today, but hope this stuff has helped. Again, Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Talk to everybody again soon. Take care, see ya.